Blog Talk Radio. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle and you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hello, folks. Welcome to Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Here at Barefoot is Legal Radio, we talk about general information on living the barefoot lifestyle, stories, experience, trips, uh, trips, (laughs) (laughs) tricks, and tips. My brain is not working today. Um, But, yeah, there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in public spaces in the United States. No laws have ever existed. It is completely legal and safe to drive a car barefoot. Um, You're not breaking any laws. Unfortunately, there is still a lot of propaganda around this um, because a lot of people are uneducated and there's a lot of misinformation for sure a lot of people have fallen into fear-mongering whether they realize it or not Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm Phoenix here with Audrey so Audrey is here today to um, um, but yeah you can find us on Facebook TikTok Instagram Twitter any of the social medias uh, we have a website, barefootislegal.org, where you can get more information as well as printouts to help further the cause. Um, there's information on our VIB uh, club, which is uh, $49.95. Um, it's an annual membership where you can um, you get, like, a T-shirt and we'll get some business cards. You get a photo ID, uh, some other little goodies in there. To, and the funds raised help us to be able to do things like medical fairs or other types of, you know, fairs, bazaars, that kind of thing. Not bazaars, but that would be um, other stuff. type of uh, yeah. um, Just to get the exposure out there and get people to understand that there's nothing illegal about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with what we're doing. We're not, like, weird, gross, lazy, poor people. Uh, I mean, some of us are pretty broke right now, but it's Christmas, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah. your hair just looked really white in this way. Does it? Uh, it does. Sorry, distraction. Um, hey, look, a squirrel. Um, yeah, uh, Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so any money raised goes 
directly to um, furthering the cause of um, and providing information. And everyone that does anything for the group on the admin team or us, like we are volunteers. We do this volunteer because we want to raise awareness. We're, we feel very strongly about it. So, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. I just, my brain, brain. thoughts right now anyway. My brain is running on like an old Windows system. Like maybe what was before Windows? Whatever that was, that's what my brain is running on today. I'm very tired, friends. Um, it's been a long week. As, most, as many of you know, I am a preschool teacher. So this is our last week before break, and I think we all started out Monday in break mode. So we barely made it through by the skin of our teeth this week. All of us teachers are ready for some time to rest and recuperate and spend time with our families and friends and catch up on things around our houses that have been neglected over the past two months because work, 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 work. Um, so I, it's, I, if I stumble, fumble, bumble over my words, it's just know it's more than that. It's not just the usual. I am literally exhausted. Um, plus, I got up at 6.30 this morning. No. My husband had to work at 6, and he helped me get up before he even left for work. That had been like 5.30, 5.45 I've been up. Um, I had to go get groceries because, we, you know, four kids, we needed food in the house. And I did not want to deal with the daytime, nighttime crowds. Uh, no. I'm not standing in line for 100 hours, you know. Um, but anyway, so I woke up super early and went grocery shopping. And I took the groceries home, and then I had to run a couple last minute, a couple last minute shops. Um, I went to Target and Best Buy, um, and assuming, of course, you did those barefoot. Yeah, that's where I was going to. It was like I had no issues with any either of those places. Um, I've had no issues um, in Best Buy. Um, being no, there, they literally. I've gone in there and like. Uh, like even short short skirts before in the summer, you know, where, you where they can make it obvious they're barefoot. Yeah. And they never say anything negative to me. Now Target, I'm not gonna lie, I put on one of my longer skirts today because I didn't feel like dealing with their baloney. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. But every yeah. time I stand my ground and I shop anyway. But um, you're not breaking any laws. You're not breaking any health exactly. codes. At the end of the day, it is completely legal and it is safe. It is safe. Your attention to what you're doing and where you're walking is completely safe. And we have to think, too, that stores should be places that are safe enough for children, elderly people, disabled people, or places that anybody and everybody should I, be accessible to. Now, unfortunately, okay, there is a lack of accessibility. I've seen people let their little ones down. Like, I'm talking like one, two-year-olds on the ground, which is perfectly fine. I've done it. This isn't like to say anything bad about their parents. But, like, if it's safe enough for... Them to crawl around on the ground, it should be safe enough for me to walk barefoot. Yeah. I wouldn't want to let them on the ground now. And it's like, I wasn't really, like, up on germs when I was young. I was just like, eh, whatever, a floor is a floor. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I want to let them crawl in there because that. But, like, it's if it's safe enough for them, it's safe enough for me. Yeah. No, for sure. And I can understand that. Um, no, for sure. Because... I think that goes a lot alongside even with what I'm saying. Like, it's just like they're supposed to be safe environments 
for children and elderly people. And unfortunately, there is a lack of accessibility, even from experience, I can say, yeah. in stores regarding disability accessibility, like times when I've had to use the scooter things. Um, there's a lot of places in stores um, that aren't designed to really fit right. them. Um, and a lot of people do not pay attention, but also sometimes the way the stores are set up, it's really hard for people to be able to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think sometimes... Um, it really is just a feline thing. But sometimes lack of accessibility really is an attitude. It's really an attitude with an environment that creates this social dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I think that this can apply to barefooting, but this can apply to so many aspects of being a disabled person or somebody that needs um, accessibility tools um, or devices to get around. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. um, but I think that a lot of, um, it's interesting to me, but I do feel like there is an overlap between um, the overall issue of accessibility and accessibility with barefooting and recognizing disabilities and making environments um, safe. Because I also think about, too, if a public environment isn't safe for me as a barefooter, you know, could this potentially be hazardous, you know, to somebody who is, um, you know, even, like, I don't want to say more, like, I don't know how to explain it, but has more has more of a severe physical um, disability. Yeah. You know, if people need to get wheelchairs around or, um, like, the cart things around. And even as myself with a cane, there have been times where I even look at how an environment isn't safe. Well, the biggest thing would be with the cane, I think, honestly, is if you can't get around in a cane, you know, because if there's cords or if there's stuff broken or if there's trash, even a little piece of paper can make you slip, bump, bust your hind end, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it catches any. It's the same thing with, you know, barefooting. Like, it can cause issues, you know, that way. So, yeah. And, you know, or that use those crutches or those other, I think there's a special name for them, but the one crutches that yeah, wrap around your arm. I, yeah. I know there's a special name for that type of crutch. But I, I can't, think, can't of it. think of it either. But, obviously. I mean, like, something like that, like, you could catch something. So, it's, you know, yeah. the foundation. If you're accommodating for that, then you are already accommodating for barefooters. Mm-hmm. You already are. Well, yeah, and even, too, uh, but also, too, it's like if the environment isn't safe for me as a barefooter, how is it safe for other people that right. have other disabilities? You know, cause, and I barefoot for, you know, um, disability issues and, um, you know, Lots whether or not I'm wearing or I'm using a cane. But, you know, when I'm using a cane in a lot of places, the floors are so slick and it has nothing to do with whether they clean them. It's, you know, a lot of times the material, the wax, yeah, um, that I have to be barefoot because it gives me more grip. I have more stability. I also have more range of mobility. Um, so there's definitely a, a lot of store, benefits from I, Absolutely. And I told one store one time, they tried, I don't remember where it was, but they tried to make me put my shoes on. And I asked them, I said, do you want do you want to fill out an incident report today? They're like, no. And I'm like, then you do not want me to put my shoes on. Because it was when I was having a, I had twisted my knee. And in doing so, I'd also kind of twisted my ankle. Yeah. And it was making it really difficult to walk, period. But especially, yeah. I'm like, I'm not putting something on my feet that lowers my senses, you know, that like yeah. keeps it from. And especially that affects your range of mobility. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. we talked about this, but that's a man. And I told him, I said, if I put shoes on, I'm more likely to get hurt than if I leave them off. And I finally got him to understand, like, this is not a me being difficult thing. This is not a me being rebellious thing. This is a you needing to accommodate 
for different physical conditions. Like, yeah. yeah, my, I mean, I have disabilities, sure, but, like, then that might not have been one. But, like, at the moment it was, you know, I mean, it's not like to where I would go and get a handicap placard or something like that. It's not that degree. But at the moment, there was no way, there was no way I was going to walk with shoes on. There was no way. chronic illnesses and injury. And, you know, fibromyalgia has been very gaslit question. And the funny thing is, you know, well, the not funny thing really, is that, you know, it does primarily affect women. It is primarily mm-hmm. going to affect women. But even studies have shown, 20, 40, um, well, and but investigative studies um, in, you know, different health departments have even found that often men are treated much quicker mm-hmm. and oh, much yeah, they are. better for these conditions more intensely. And um, with better outcomes because, because women are, you know, gaslit to being dramatic. Yeah. And, you know, and until, you know, they start realize, and it and it's, I mean, really, though, until they start re- realizing that it was also affecting men with PTSD and the correlation between um, it and trauma, they really didn't start to take it seriously. But even still, it's not taken seriously because mm-hmm. of the correlation of trauma. But the only reason why it's starting to be taken seriously now is because we're starting to recognize and it's starting to be more recognized the health well, impacts of trauma because it's an epidemic that we're now forced to deal with. The problem you know? with fibro, too, is that it, for the longest time, that was the blanket term they used when they couldn't figure out what your pain, the cause of your mm-hmm. pain was, or if they thought you were a pain seeker. Yeah. So yeah, when you would go to it, if you would go to another doctor, mm-hmm. and you know, tell me you've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, they wouldn't necessarily know if it was legit, mm-hmm. and therefore treat you as though it wasn't. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all, I've been through nerve tests and all kinds of things for this. Like, yeah. Don't you dare tell me that I'm making this up. I wish I was making it up. And barefooting has literally been one of the greatest assets I've had Mm. because not only does it help, but, I mean, it's freaking free, dude. These medications and stuff they'll put you on, which I'm on some. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with it. They are not cheap medications. Let me tell you, they are not, insurance or not, they are not cheap medications. Yeah. Well, and even, too, like, there are certain, I mean, from experience, it seems to just really say that, like, you know, that, you know, modern medicine is a problem. But, um, you know, there are even with medications that, you know, I was on with fibro that didn't really make a difference, mm-hmm. and um, especially being younger, being on them. And so being able to barefoot is something that yeah, has There's really no age restriction to it. Um, a lot with range of mobility, um, having control over my body, mm-hmm. um, and even just understanding emotions and trauma stored in my body. And I know that may sound crazy, but I think that barefooting is a really helpful um, and crucial tool in healing from trauma. And I know we yeah. talk about that quite a bit at different points, you know, bring it up, but I think that trauma is something that a lot of people have, a lot of people need to deal with, and trauma is stored in the body, you know. We feel it within us uh, physically before we understand it mentally. Yeah. um, And we can also be put in situations where we're not able to fully process things, fully deal with them, and that gets stored in our body, and there's science behind that. Emotions are stored in the body. Well, and you remember the act, you you remember the feeling before you remember the action. Yeah, and, and that can be physical trauma or emotional trauma even, but even 
think too of the role that you know physical trauma with chronic pain and even um, fibromyalgia if you already had fibromyalgia um, or even if you got fibromyalgia because of the traumatic incident um, because it can be triggered you know it can be triggered psychologically and physically because of physiological thing you know I think it's very interesting when you know, people talk about you know I've been gaslit about how fibro is psychosomatic but it's neurological yeah you know? it's in the nerves so the nervous system so right? psychological and physical it's physiological and well some people um, that have the gene for it or whatever it is they might yeah. not ever show symptoms or show them later and it's because like you just said it can be triggered by events it can be basically woken up by events and that's what and even um chronic long-term stress um mm-hmm. the connection between fibromyalgia and autism and so um, with emotions being stored in the body and whether, you know, those things are physical or emotional or both, um, you know, even a lot of the things that happen to us, you know, they create a emotional response. And so whatever, you know, is on there, I think that barefooting, um, and even if you have other conditions or you just go through trauma in general and have these emotions in your body or other different um, neuro- neuro- neurodivergent conditions, you know, I think barefooting really does help process and understand those emotions in the body and um, work through them and come into mm-hmm. con- much clearer contact with them rather than them being this fuzzy mess. Um, I think that there's a sense of clarity. Um, it, does, it helps ground you so you can focus on it. Yeah. And we've learned to name it. And yes, it can help you name it, and it, it's grounding mentally, and it can help make things clearer mentally. But I think it also makes things clearer physically, like yeah. in the body. And um, one thing that's helped me do is actually start to recognize where barefooting helps me recognize, you know, especially with not being overstimulated with my autism and ADHD with wearing shoes. Um, it helps me recognize where in my body am I experiencing pain, where in, you know, and, and that can help me understand. Um, the role of trauma, but that can also just help understanding the role of illness and both and be able to really understand that much clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that there's a sense of physical clarity that comes from being able to be barefoot and be able to process that and understand that in body. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. For sure. And I think that maybe it does sound crazy and for other people that don't understand, maybe it just does sound crazy, even to other barefooters, I don't know, but I think for people that have been through, you know, trauma, have been through, you know, a lot of hardships and, you know, are struggling with processing, you know, unresolved emotions and traumas and things, like, you can really feel the way that it makes dealing with and processing and surviving those things easier and clearer, and it's a very therapeutic technique for trauma. Um, A lot, I, you know, I have friends, even if they don't, you know, barefoot, barefoot, um, you know, they've found a sense of clarity and peace within their bodies, their minds, their emotions, all these different dimensions of themselves when going out on barefoot um, hikes. And, of course, I've had to be more mindful for their limitations at times, especially at times when I um, was able to do um, it a lot more intensely. Like with barefooting, was keep able in a place where I was able to do it more and therefore building up the tolerance more. Um, you know, I had to be more mindful for them. But, you know, we were still able to have those hikes and, um, right, and nature walks where they could have that sense of peace and clarity and really just process things in the body um, and even in the mind, in the heart space. I think that 
it's something that's very hard to explain, but if you're dealing with a lot of trauma and unprocessed emotions, I recommend trying it. Even if you have limitations that keep you from going to go outside or in nature, mm-hmm. just try to process those things barefoot and um, even just trying to connect to the, to the earth and nature however you can um, is really crucial and important. Um, you know, I, barefooting has so many roles, uh, plays such a role, so many roles physically. And I think that there's definitely a lot more research out there about you know, the physical benefits of barefooting, but I still don't think that we see much about the way that dealing with trauma and um, wounds in general and with neurodivergency, you know, the role that barefooting really does play. Um, and I don't know if that makes any sense, but I, I you know, I think that's why I talk about it so much is because it, it does play such a crucial role. But no, really, and it really does really and can, like, and it depends. Yeah, it's... Um, It's like with anything because not with not I don't say anything, you know, it's part of your body and people underestimate its power and ability to heal. They think, Oh, just my feet, all they are is for carrying me around. That's all I use that's all I need them for. Well, if that were the case, why would there be so many nerve endings and so many muscles and tendons and connections and nerves and I think I said that. Um, if all to carry you around, don't you think it would have? You would already, if that were the case, you would already be born with and have, you know, thick calluses and fewer nerves, because it's only you wouldn't want it. To, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like it would be. But I think there is so much in your feet, and just being able to connect with the ground, the earth network we come from. You know, everyone essentially we come from the earth. And we're supposed to have a connection with it. Well, what better way to connect with it than just while you're walking, physically touching it with your feet? Well, how else are you going to do it? How else would you? How else would you ground? You know what I mean? Like on a regular basis, if not through your feet. And it's also about like practicality at that point, you know? Right. With barefooting, um, but. There was a thought that I had when um got sparked by your saying, but I'm trying to think. Um, Sorry, I distracted everybody with fifty rolls. No, you're good. <laughs> I just um, only got into listening to what you're saying, and my brain really thought, but um, let me see that fifty roll. No, Sorry. can I have fifty roll? You can have a fifty roll. <laughs> but I haven't bought a bag of fifty rolls in forever, friends. And I was at when I was at Kroger today. I just bought it, and I just won it, so I bought it. This thing is four fifty now, though. I'm pulling out four dollars and fifty cents. It's freaking fifty rolls, man. Once my bag used to be maybe a dollar fifty, two dollars. It's like five dollars, four fifty. Ridiculous. I'm sorry. I didn't really fully think this through either. Those that are listening, how chewy they are. <laughs> So I'm going to apologize now for the chomp, chomp, chomping you're probably going to hear because, again, I just wanted to just be real. I didn't think about the chewing factor. Those of you that keep coming back, what what else for other than our crazy shenanigans? 
<laughs> yeah. No, other than of course barefoot and tips, tricks, and advocacy. Ad- advocacy. Advocacy. You're advocacy. Good. <laughs> You're good. No, I'm trying to think what the one thought I was thinking of, but then we start talking about like our connection with the earth. I started thinking a lot about more about that, and mm-hmm. that's just all that's kind of running through my head right now is, you know, how important it is. To we're a part of our ecosystem. This is our planet. This is our and, home. And, you know, our foundation is meant to support us. And, you know, it's not just our feet. Actually, I think that's a part of how the thoughts are blending together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, like you were saying, though, it's if you were like, oh, it's just your feet. Or, you know, they just carry you around. That they just carry you around, you know? I know, right? Well, what if you didn't have them? What's going to carry you around if you don't have them? That's where we really need to pay a lot of attention and the focus. Um on them, you know, I think, and loving your whole body, you know, mm-hmm. not, just, not just the parts that the magazines tell you to. Yeah, but I think a lot of people need to take, you know, better care of their feet, even if you don't choose barefooting, even if you are a barefooter, you know, you especially the other ways that you don't realize that you're not taking care of your feet even, and, um, you know, I do have a lot of my I forgot to put lotion on my feet for a couple of weeks, and look at that, yeah. I've got that giant crack going on in my foot right yeah. now. Well, and that's where, like, you because know, I simply just because I was so tired, I've been so tired and worn out, I've been forgetting to lotion them. Yeah. Well, this is, like, this past spring or something, summer, you know, I had really thick skin on my feet, mm-hmm. but it didn't look rough and callous because no, I was yeah. lotioning it so much. But I was and mine like, normally oh, does not look like that. It looks like a perfectly but manicured foot. I, had, I can't take care of them, but I my exhausting my because I remember, um, you know, going to an event with friends and um, outside there was some, like, broken glass. And I walked yeah. over and it was fine. And my one was like, oh, you made me nervous, but I trust you, you know. Yeah. But um, we're even going hiking, like, the spring, early summer with friends with, like, uh, broken pieces of mulch and just uh, rocks, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and they had done some tree clearing that, you know, was necessary for over, because of overgrowth, and they got nature. But it always leaves behind broken yeah. branches. And yeah, stuff. and, like, splintering, splinter-type shit, and so I was at a walk. Oh, sorry, guys. Wow. Anyway, I didn't even realize. Thank you. Apologies, folks, for that. Accepted. Thank you. Apologies, <laughs> no. Um, no, but, you know, just splinters and whatnot, um, you know, I was able to, you know, walk through the kind of environments that my feet didn't look super callous because I was like, oh, I'm moisturizing them, I'm trying to take care of them because I knew, you know, mm-hmm. if they were moisturizing, they were more likely to break and no, exactly. get hurt, mm-hmm. but I had thick skin, like, yeah, you know, it's like a, a, it's like a soft callus, almost, you know, I mean, it's, it's more yeah. like a soft callus. Yeah, and and stuff with where my house, you know, was in the summer, early fall, and a lot of different things um, with it and whatnot. Um, And even, again, like, processing trauma and a lot of emotions. Like, I've been in really deep uh, places, like, analyzing my psyche, like, with my fibro and with main Asian autism, it would just put my body in a vortex, um, and, you know, there, it's a very, you know, real thing with, you know, shutdowns and all these things that I've shut down on for years with my fibro. Um, and it, it was frustrating because there was a time when I needed barefooting the most and be in nature the most. It was really hard to achieve other than, you know, going and sitting outside um, in front of my apartment um, because it was just 
harder for me to get out and get around, and I also didn't feel safe going in the woods, and I had even had some experiences that kind of especially made me feel that way. Right. And, um, you know, and so I didn't, you know, my feet haven't been as tough and whatnot, and, I just, and now that it's cold, trying to get back out there, it's, you know, I got to gotta wear my boots. Yeah. Too cold because even when I've been out, like it's been barely just above freezing. But where I go out, you know, the mud and stuff is colder than that. Yeah. And um, like you know, like their foot and yeah. And um, I have to keep my feet safe because there have been times I've been out like where I've been out there and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I didn't have these on, I would have like lost my toes by now. Yeah. Because my even my whole body is just like this, uh, like girl, it's cold. It is yeah. Cold. Even with boots on, um, like, you know, so there, I mean, there are tools, you know, for winter, for colder times, mm-hmm. and like, well, and I went out with them when we had some snow, and, um, so I especially knew them then, um, with the snow, but, um, cause even though I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't go, you know, very far or anything, but, um, even just went outside, uh, my home and stuff like that, but, um, even if you are, and one thing I was, you know, thinking about that I did want to bring up, you know, if you're someone who is a barefooter and you're having to wear shoes more, or you're even if you don't identify as a barefooter but you have to wear shoes more, especially more, you know, intensive footwear for this time of year, um, stretch your feet, you know, rub your feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's something that I've been running and into is, like, up as and much as I need to wear my boots and, you know, as tools for my feet, like, it is causing, you know, pain and issues and, um, yeah, but I'm not going to make it, you know, I already have cold sensitivities and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. And, and that can cause worse issues with my muscles. Well, this is the time of year where more people do need to revert yeah. to using shoes. Yeah. yeah. And there's no shame in it. No. Yeah. Long as, the only shame is not within your body and then hurting yourself. That's just what you should be, quote unquote, ashamed of, if, you know, it's, it's it, it's even about if you mess up, make a mistake, miscalculate. Hey, everybody makes mistakes. Well, I knew okay. there had to be a permanent shame. Just that's yeah. that's what you should feel bad about. It's not listening to yourself. Yeah, because the only person you're hurting is you. Yeah, and and I think it's more about you know definitely like you know if when it comes down to dealing with are you going to let other people put shame on you for making mistakes. Or are you going to be ashamed of yourself for letting yourself down and do what other people want to say? You know, I think that's when it really comes down to it. You know, I'd rather, um, you know, I think most of us need to get into a place of rather, we'd rather take the to other people than guilt to shame and resentment towards ourselves from ourselves. And it's maybe, you know, dealing with trauma and, and, you know, recovering with people pleasing and all these things, realizing all the resentment I have with myself for not taking care of my mind. I'm going to do my now. <laughs> you feel like you see I'm spreading them suckers? <laughs> I'll share a picture later, but I just spread my toes. Yeah. So far now. But, um, you know, I don't really want to say but, um, sorry, but, you know, just listen, listen to yourself, listen to your body. I mean, I think that's really the gist, um, but, uh, yeah. You're good. <laughs> you know, wow. especially this time of year when it does, it is getting colder. You know, some of us are, some are more susceptible than others to the cold or the effects of the cold, you know. So, you got to just 
if you think you can go, if you think you can push through and do it, then push through and do it. But if you, you know, if your body is telling you to simmer down and get some shoes on, then listen to it. There's no shame in it. We're not here trying to force anybody out of shoes anymore. It's just we would also appreciate the respect of not being tried, you know, forced into them. Yeah. And at the same time, though, if you, you know, are still getting backlash or you need to be there for this time here and you need to, hey, I, you know, it's better, honestly, to disappoint everyone around you than disappoint yourself I agree. and abuse your body by not listening to it, you know. And, and I think it can be really dicey and hard this time of year, um, especially with how the weather has been. I'm normally warm in certain areas, but I know certain areas have already been abnormally cold. Um, so it's gonna be a hard, like, a hard thing to juggle. Yeah, we're lucky um, right now. It's in the uh, close upper 40s, close to 50 here in the Midwest. Yeah. Well, our area of the Midwest. Right. In the morning and at night, it's right above 30s. 30s. And yeah. Once the sun's barely down, above, down. barely above freezing. Yeah, I think mean, yesterday it was colder. Yeah, it was, it was like kind of around 40, but by like five, it was like just above yeah. or something, you know. So, you know, it can it definitely can be very, you know, questionable or dicey this time of year. So just, you know, play it by ear if you, you know, need to be barefoot, you know, maybe have, you know, something on you for protection with your feet, you know, just in case. Um, and you don't have to wear them, just, you know, bring them, um, you know, do what you got to do for just you. Make, if you think you might need the option, take the option. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, again, and if you're, you know, happen to wear shoes more this time of year there's no shame in that um but for those of you that are you know pushing and are making new strides and making new milestones and stuff like that that's awesome Congratulations. Yes. keep going but again just listen to your body you know um your body's really the only one that can tell you to stop so as long as you're taking care of yourself and living your best life and listening to your body there's nothing wrong with what you're doing even if other people Find it questionable. As long as you're listening to your body and you're not endangering your safety. Going, going out barefoot right now will confuse people more than any other time oh, of year. Oh, yeah, for sure. You should have seen the looks I got at Target. Oh, my golly. And Best Buy. But, no, you know, but at the same time, I'm not doing this for other people. It's, I mean, well, I'm doing the show for other people, obviously, and I'm, I'm advocating for other people. But the reason I barefoot, it's for me. You know, it is, I, I'll tell you, it's selfish. It's for me. It's for my health, mental, physical, spiritual, you know, all of that. It's, it's, I, I, I barefoot for me. I advocate for others, but I barefoot for me. Yeah. You know, and, you know, be ready. If you do this time of year, like I said, be ready for some looks because you will get them for sure this time of year. Um, if you're super self-conscious, just be ready for it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying be ready for it. Yeah, and just mentally prepare yourself for it. And remember, there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in the United States. Therefore, you're not doing anything wrong. And I mean, it's like right now, let's face it. If you, if, sorry, I don't mean to but let's face mm-hmm. it. If you were out right now and you saw somebody walk around this weather in a bikini, you'd be like, what in the world is wrong? You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of look you're going to end up getting. Yeah. But it, just be ready for in case anybody says anything. Like you always are any other time of year, warm, whether it's warm or not. Be ready with your information and your ammo. Yeah. As in your informative ammo, by the way, just clarify. Yeah. No, um, we know ammunition people. of words, you know. We know shoddy people. Mm. Words and um, 
words, words, words and, and printouts are our weapons of choice. Yeah. So, and yeah, if you are somebody that's been getting a lot of backlash, discrimination, you're just tired of dealing with it, and you feel more comfortable having, you know, official documentation for yourself. Or if you need to contact the business for you. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. If that's what you're looking for, you can go to barefootislegal.org. There's a lot of great information there, but um, I believe it's under the laws section. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll be able to find printouts. there's also an ADA card, so American Disability Act card, um, showing that barefooting is um, an accommodation for disability um, yeah. and they can't discriminate against. Um, there is some information on like driving laws, but um, if it's not listed, then other states have any mention of it. Um, but you can also get, you know, cards and whatnot, printout, documentation printout to carry around with you. Um, that way you can feel more confident knowing that you have that um, information, that proof on you. Yeah, because like I said before, the most important thing for you to do this is confidence. Um, Confidence in yourself and confidence in the law and confidence in the fact that you are not breaking said law because there is no law. Um, So having you know, copies of these things with you when you go out can really help you feel to feel confident in doing in, in doing it. Yeah. That does that sound right? I, I think so. Um, but you know, definitely uh-huh. if you're somebody that's struggling with anxiety or confidence, definitely recommend checking that out because you know I do think it's something that would. Um, probably help have that confidence because you know that you're prepared. I think, you know, and I know some, you know, sometimes anxiety, you know, it's just anxiety. Um, unfortunately, it, it, it's a part of someone's experience, um, and it may not necessarily come from lack of preparation, but, you know, lack of preparation, lack of knowing how to deal with adversity or challenge or discrimination, you know, that creates more anxiety, that creates more fear, that can even um, create more overstimulation. Yeah. So being able to know and have that certainty, if I have this proof on me that I can show, I think helps give a sense of certainty and control and preparation. And knowing you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you know you're not doing anything wrong, being able to prove to other people, look, I'm not doing anything wrong, and you know. Go ahead. Um, no, I was just to say, you know, because even if you know you're not doing anything wrong, I think it's really hard when people don't believe you, especially if you have, you know, trauma around history, you know, that. not being, you know, um, taken seriously, being gaslit and things like that. Um, and, and whatever that may be, you know, that can make it really hard to go in circumstances feeling believed and that people trust the words you're saying and, um, so I think having that proof um, on you can definitely have a sense of security. Uh, definitely. And also bearing in mind that your physical, mental, and spiritual health, are your accommodations are protected, as is whatever the said situation is covered and protected by HIPAA privacy laws. So going into a place and when you tell them that, they cannot ask you what your religion is what your medical condition is, what your emotional health situation is, what your mental health status is. They cannot ask you those things because that breaks HIPAA. Yeah. As soon as they ask you, all you have to do is like, 
it is illegal for you to ask me that. It is illegal for you to ask me that. Yeah. They, I cannot, as a store owner, it doesn't matter what kind of store I own. If you come in and I ask you, what is your religious preference? You, you do not have to answer. And I'm, it, you know, for me to, okay. I guess I should reword it as in it's not, okay, so you ask, okay, once is a mistake. Twice, now you're breaking the law. Yeah. Because I already told you, you cannot ask me that. Yeah. I do not have to disclose that information to you. Yeah, and I think unfortunately some people, especially if they're small business mm-hmm. owners, um, you know, may not think that them asking that is illegal. So definitely tell them that you're breaking the law by asking that question. Mm-hmm. You do not, you yeah. have, you do not have the right. Push further. You have no right to ask me that. That's like anybody. Like that, and I would even say you have no legal thing. right. Because unfortunately some people when you say you have no right, they think you're just throwing around. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, no, you have no legal right. No, no legal grounds for asking that question. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's like anybody. Like, I could go up to a, I can't, if I go up to a total stranger and ask them, what is, what are your medical conditions? Like, seriously, first of all, that's just rude. Unfortunately, if you're verified, some people think they have that right. I, it's like when you're pregnant and they think they have the right to touch your belly when they've never met you a day in their life. What is wrong with people with that? But that's, nope. Mm, yeah, stay focused. Understand. Stay focused. And I think in general, it's like people stay need to understand focused. personal boundaries. Personal boundaries, consent, personal oh space, yeah. privacy, just. Yeah, that's it's, pri- it's, an all, it's all lumped up with that. Privacy. Other people's. Privacy, right to privacy right to their own lives even. I mean, I don't have to explain myself to anybody any more than they have yeah. to explain themselves to me. The only reason I explain myself to anybody on the show is to advocate for the life for living the barefoot lifestyle and to acknowledge it like I know the hardship. I understand. Yeah. I understand why it can be difficult. There are sometimes I go to places and I still after doing this for almost my entire life and more solidly for about a decade there are still times where I feel almost a little self-conscious. Yeah. And I don't really talk about that much, but there's still times where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and it's usually those times where I'm like, you know, tired, don't really actually even want to go in in the first place. So it's almost like I'm trying to talk myself out of it, you know, because I, yeah. I hate shopping. Folks, I'm one of the only females you will ever know that I hate shopping. I hate going into busy stores. I hate spending all my money on stuff. I don't like it. I think it. women probably hate it, though, too, let's be honest. Ah, uh, not so much. Some of the they freaking adore shopping. I'm like, oh, it must be nice to have a credit card like that because mine don't go that high. But anyway, but anyway I'm like, it, it's, not one, it's not at all on my favorite things to do list. So, I mean, there's a couple shops I like to go to in small town of Yellow Springs that I like. I like their products, so I like to go in there. And the people that work there, and they're small, but, like, Big business, retail therapy, Mm-mm. no thank you. I, whenever, if I have to go to the mall, oh, my gosh, it takes about an hour of friggin' meditation and, and, and self-calming to go. And I typically have my husband and children go with me so that way they can distract me from the fact that I'm at the mall. Yeah. I, I do not like it. I don't like yeah. it. I, mean, if you're I call it like reverse claustrophobia because it's like I can, be, I can be stuck in a closet. I'm fine. I'm about open field. Giant field, that's my favorite. You're like out in the trees, whatever, out in nature. But put me in a giant building 
Oh, something about it gives me the heebie-jeebies, yeah. And, I mean, I think it's probably because it's very overstimulating, especially with ADHD. Mm. Oh, and, you know, most of the women I know with Too ADHD much. and autism, you know, all pay going to stores. Because it is very overstimulating and overwhelming. And I think that's one thing that's why barefooting you can be barefoot there, though, really folks. great. Um, <laughs> you know, because I think it can definitely help with overstimulation when being in the stores. But mm-hmm. when not wanting to deal with people and not wanting to talk to people, it, it, it can be hard because, you know, I've been put in positions where going to the stores already can be really overwhelming and overstimulating. It's me hard on my body. You know, I'm being stuck between do I put shoes on so people leave me alone, don't give me any trouble, don't look at me to have that less influx of yeah. stimulation from my the rest of my environment and then deal with the overstimulation of wearing shoes and the negative impact on my body? Or do I go barefoot and then have to deal with this influx of overstimulation that I wouldn't be dealing with in my physical environment if I wasn't barefoot, but then getting the benefits on my body and my mind and then not having the overstimulation of shoes? It can create a very complicated dilemma. And it's hard because, you know, we want to throw the positive, talk about the positive aspects of everything plays in life. And I, you know, rather oh, talk about healing and the healing aspect. But um, I think that it can definitely be very overwhelming at times when you really are just at that limit yeah. with dealing with people. Yeah. And, you know, if you're somebody that's going through a lot more anxiety or whatever, um, and this is when I was, you know, first really starting out with barefooting and going into places especially. Um, now it's just kind of like, eh, whatever, I don't even care, I'll deal with what I gotta, you know. Yeah. But it's still hard to want to go to places at all because it's like I just don't, you don't want to deal with that influx of people. So, you know, if you're feeling that way, that's totally valid, okay? Like, it's valid to have those frustrations. It's valid to have those emotions. You're not alone. It's valid to just feel like, gosh, this sucks. Because it does. We shouldn't have to deal with this. The reason why it feels like crap is because you're being treated like crap and it's crappy. You know? <laughs> I like that. And you're I being treated that, like you know, crap and it's crappy. To be too positive about things that I think we definitely have a toxic positivity culture. And honestly, it is rooted in imperialistic power, and I'm not going to get too much into that. But it really is. It's rooted in powers and systems of control. Well, there's no such thing as bad feelings or emotions, honestly. No, literally, that's <clears throat> anger, frustration. Those are not negative emotions. Those are just emotions. It's the way you handle. Yeah. So when we look at a history of oppression and even ongoing oppression in the world, you know, anger is 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 a dangerous tool. Does that mean it's evil? Does that mean it's bad? Does that mean it's not a lot of the time aligned with justice? Yeah, no. Um, it can be all those amazing things, but why is it dangerous? Because the most powerful anger, the true purpose of anger comes from injustice. It comes from pain, suffering. It comes from empathy of other people's suffering, Mm -hmm. you know. And so this anger, it is powerful. It is dangerous because, and, and, and historically, it has been very dangerous when we look at different oppressed groups of people. And so, you know, there is I like to pop my shoes. Weaponization against you know, human anger, 
because, oh, you shouldn't be angry about being poor or about being a victim or about being these things. You just need to get over it. You just need to forgive or, oh, you can't blame your system. You can't blame this or that. Yes, you can. If they're the problem, they're the problem. Anger serves a purpose. The problem is, is that we have been so disconnected from ourselves and our emotions have been so invalidated that we misdirect them on each other. Just like people that misdirect their problems on us and their anger when we're barefoot in a store because dear God, you know, talk about misdirected anger, right? You know, and think about it. It's an ongoing issue, but we've also struggled probably all of us with misdirecting our anger. Now, barefoot well, it's part of learning how to deal with anger, else. period. Well, correcting it sometimes. Yeah, and and it's a journey for sure. But I think barefooting is something that's helped me learn to navigate and understand my emotions. That includes anger. Learning to process it, learning how to direct it, learning how to even channel anger through my movements, my body in ways that are healthy, whether Mm -hmm. that's going on a walk or doing certain tasks you know, yeah. around the house. But then knowing which tasks I can't do around the house when I'm angry because, you know, I break I'm, something. Yeah, you know, I'm, you know, you got to be careful. And so it's understanding um, your body and the way that anger shows up in the body. And that's something that's very important to me understand my autism for sure. Um, and but understanding that anger serves a purpose. You know, anger, uh, discrimination, aggression of any kind, that is natural, and it serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. Anger serves a purpose, but it's about learning to understand it and not misdirecting it. And right. It. But unfortunately, we live in a system in which abusers of all kinds, um, even systematic abuse, is not held accountable and has not really been held accountable. And gosh... I mean, look at history. Dear gosh, look at ongoing history and current events, you know, whatever, you know. So we have to really understand this and how this has warped our own sense of justice and self and emotions and anger within us. And I think barefooting is something that really helps understanding those emotions and connecting with the earth and understanding um, how interconnected we all are, understanding the collective, you know, how... We are a part of our ecosystems, and other people are part of our ecosystems, and understanding what was intended to be, you know. I think barefooting shows is almost like a time capsule, in a way, through my journey with it, of understanding what life is supposed to be like. Yeah. I and that. the ways that everything has been so polluted, and the power structures, and there has not been any healing in the world. Not really. I mean, there has been, and, you know, Yeah, and those are very specific groups. And honestly, and and I just, I have so much love and admiration for so many groups that have overcome adversity and created love um, from that, even when they still continue to be demonized. Mm -hmm. And and, and I understand that demonization, that taking away of love, and demonizing humans and people, and it's very dangerous. And I think barefooting pulls you into your body and connects you to the earth. But it makes you aware of your humanity on a deeper level. Yeah, you're really connecting with your emotions in your body. And I honestly, that more fluid range of mobility it helps physically. But I think, as you know, from experience of understanding how emotions are channeled and stored in the body, 
um, and even help reverse stimulation of shoes can kind of cloud the processing of things and take away from it or be a barrier, you're able to um, process and feel things more clearly. And I think a lot of pain is what makes people apathetic. You know, they're trying to survive somehow. Well, some people have never put in or live in, um, well, there's other people who are apathetic because they live in so much privilege. They have no real clue. And I think we have two different, you know, factions of dealing with apathetic people that we see in our society. And um, understanding that some people are really empathetic from a place of pain. And maybe you've also been apathetic or downplayed things or believed things and been convinced of things. Maybe even you shouldn't have. And so I think it's really important to really embrace barefooting, make the use of it however you can, um, and really connect with your body and, you know, just really understand our humanity. Mm-hmm. Understand that anger, it has a purpose. Right. All anger has a purpose, and um, but it can be twisted and misguided. And we have a very strong system of that. Yeah, um, in the world all around us because you're not allowed to really feel anything or process your emotions. Mm-hmm. We're so alienated and disconnected. And, you know, it's like apathy is rewarded and praised often. You yeah. Know, um, it's looked at as this alpha trait or whatever. <laughs> you know, um, so like this thing that you need to achieve or you should have. That's our new campaign, Barefooting for Alphas. <laughs> oh, God, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm quitting. Anyway. No, you're not. Yes, I guess I'll stay. <laughs> I broke my leg. I'm kidding. Only a little. Anyway. But, like, you know, it's just listen to your body, you know, and understand there are no laws or health codes against the United States or against driving. They're not doing anything wrong, and there's so much power from it. I think that there's so much self-discovery that can happen. Um being a barefooter and so much self-discovery that barefooting can really help with. Yeah. I think barefooting plays a major role in healing on different levels. Am I saying it's a magical cure? No. But I believe that it does play so many roles of healing and health and well-being with across many different facets of health, probably all of them, actually. <laughs> yeah, I will attest to that, yeah. Yeah. Ties them in all together. There he goes. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, so we're coming up on the last 30 minutes of the show, guys, here at Barefoot is Legal Radio. We are going to run a quick ad break, um, and then we will be back with you. I hope you all have been enjoying the ramblings of today. <laughs> but remember, take the name ramblings of Phoenix and Audrey. Literally. <laughs> but, you know, like always, keep living your best barefoot lifestyle. And remember that there are no laws or health codes against barefoot in the United States. And that you can also check us out at barefootislegal.org. Um, and, yeah, we'll be right back. Enjoy the ad break, folks. And theory. If it'll play. Oh. Freaks, outsiders, weirdos, the wallflowers, oddball loser, fish out of water, speak up, talk quieter. We are different. There's no arguing. It's a fact. A patchwork of flaws, we grow and adapt. We're funky, unconventional, see life through kaleidoscope eyes. In a field full of clovers, with our four leaves, 
we bask in blue skies. Flaws are natural. Our imperfections, our weaknesses, our scars. There is a misfit in all of us. We just have to be brave enough to embrace who we are. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle. And you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like that's the most common first box like complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. To have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. 
high quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same, if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like, but what, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Hello, folks. We are back with Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Here at Barefoot is Legal Radio, we talk about just general Um, information, stories, tips, tricks, um, experiences, and whatnot else surrounding the barefooting lifestyle. It is completely legal to barefoot in public spaces. There are no health codes against barefooting in public space, no laws about driving barefoot. Um, No laws have ever existed. Unfortunately, there's definitely been a lot of propaganda against them. against barefooting and um, in the 1960s and 70s there was a lot of you know anti-barefooting propaganda and you know there's still a lot of um, fear mongering around it that has lasted through the generations Um, but um, oh it looks like today Audrey is wearing her barefoot is legal tank top so no shirt no shoes no service it was a Purple X through it. Freaking cool. Yeah, um, and if you want to get a um, shirt uh, in to support Barefoot is Legal, um, you can definitely check that out at barefootislegal.org. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Barefoot is Legal as well. There is a public page and a private group. So if you're looking for more of a community aspect and being able to connect with other barefooters, um, if that's something that you're really looking for in need of um, or think you'd like to just, you know, explore, I definitely recommend checking out uh, Barefoot is Legal, the private group on Facebook. Um, there are a couple questions to get in, but it's just to, you know, keep the keep it a safe group. Yeah. Keep it a safe group. Um, you know, make sure we also don't have any, you know, haters trying to come in um, and spread hate and propaganda against barefooting or some crap, you know. Um, you know, just make sure it's a safe group for everybody, guys, you know. So, but if you're looking for that, um, you know, sense of community. I want to interact, not just be part of a group, to be part of a group. Yeah, and, you know, um, but just, you know, you can definitely check that out and um, just see if it's, you know, what you're looking for in terms of community as a barefooter. Um, I think it'd be a really great place to check out. Um, but... Yeah. I've been part of the group for six years, and I love it. We keep it family-friendly and clean. Yeah. And if there's ever anybody that does any harassment nonsense, we get food them. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, if you ever experience any issue with anyone in the group being inappropriate towards you, um, or even just being a, a problem in general, you know, nasty energy, um, definitely report it to admin team, and they will take care of it. They will deal with it. Um, it will not be tolerated. Um, again, this is a family-friendly group, and everybody, you know, we want everyone to be safe and respected. 
Um, it's already hard enough being a barefoot, you know, the, a bear, being a barefoot, a barefooter, I'm a whole you know, it can feel like um, the outer world, you know, especially in terms of social norms is against us, yeah. you know. So we, of course, you know, always um, the admin team is doing the best and everyone in the group, you know, who is, you know, meant to be there is always doing the best to keep it, you know, family friendly group um, and being respectful. So definitely check it out. And if you have any problems at all, you can report it to admin team and they will take care of it. Um, that's why they're there, you know, to keep it safe for everyone. Um, and it can be hard, you know, to definitely find places where you feel comfortable and safe as a barefooter, but even in general um, in the world. Uh, and it's really hard to have a sense of community. And I think that's something that most people are struggling with and have struggled with. Um, and I think it's hard. We have this false um, idea of individualism, you know, and we've all been so disconnected from ourselves. So I think it's really important to have community. And I think it's amazing that, you know, uh, that Proof founded Barefoot is Legal and that Barefoot is Legal has been able to, you know, keep going. And um, years ago. yeah, and I think that's awesome. You know, and we are the only 501c3 um, nonprofit organization for barefooting in the United States. And, you know, I think that's really an awesome for thing anywhere, for anything. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I kind of figured, but I was like, maybe, because there are. Most other countries but, don't have a problem But when it. you think about it, the reason I was like, oh, well, there might be some other places where they're more open to barefooting and that, and think about it, because they're so more open and comfortable with barefooting. They don't have to, yeah. And they don't have, people, I've had people comment before, ask, like, in a private message, like, is this serious? Is this really, is, it, is there really a need for this? And it's always, my answer is always, unfortunately, yeah. It is necessary because otherwise, I mean, it's, it's, if we're not going to stand up for ourselves, who's going to stand up for us? You know, exactly. you can't expect somebody to stand up for you when you want to stand up for yourself, and that's what we're doing. And there is a, unfortunately, there is so much backlash that, yeah, this is a real thing. Yeah. Well, and even like, I even kind of even, I said on the um, show last week where it's like, honestly, I would rather be spending my time. And this is not against barefooting, but it's against how stupid people are when they get upset about it, you know, is I would rather be spending my energy talking about way more important things, you know, there's, you know, and talking about way more important issues and problems in our society. You know, I'd rather get on here and, and talk about, you know, life or death issues than have to go on about my barefooting rights because I'm getting harassed in stores and other people are. And honestly, at this point, I really haven't been getting, you know, harassed as much as what other people seem to be experiencing. And, you know, and, and it's ridiculous because when I really think about the end of the day, yeah, it is just barefooting and it's, it's ridiculous. Now, yes, I love coming on here and talking about the benefits of it and how it's helped in my healing and my journey. And like, you know, talking about earlier in the show, where me and Andrew are talking about how, you know, barefooting is a really helpful tool in nice mental health and healing trauma. It would be nice if that's all this was about, but no, yeah. it's about the fact that we want to, it is completely legal and people seem to think it's not and want to raise, raise cane simply yeah. because we don't have shoes on, like literally. Yeah, and it is stupid. I and mean, that's what you want to ask them. Yeah. Don't you have more important things to complain about than my feet? Yeah. Like, you want to say, people want to say, don't you have more important things to discuss than bare, than, than legal barefooting? Well, yeah. Don't you have more thing, more important things to talk about, to gripe about than my bare feet? Yeah, and it's like we won't have flip it around, baby. One eighty when people stop harassing us. 
Exactly. You know, we wouldn't have anything to talk about if people also recognized even the benefits of it in terms of healing and health and well-being. Yeah. We wouldn't have to talk about it. You know, the fact that it's even a big deal is honestly a problem within itself, and that's why we exist. I don't as understand an people. Yeah, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for words. Otherwise, no, I, I am though looking forward to a like. So, those of you that listened before, you know, I have to, I have no choice but to wear shoes at work. Like I have to, but now that my my being a teacher, we're closed for the next week. I'm looking so forward to a full week of no shoes at all for any reason. Let's just get like eight feet of snow or some bullshit. Not. 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 Anyway. Uh, you know, but any, I, I'll just stay in the house then. Like, there we go. Yeah, but it's just. Really that you I mean, eight feet, I ain't even, eight feet of snow, I wouldn't even get to my car. So let's be real. <laughs> yeah, even, that would cover over you. My exaggerations are a little much sometimes, but. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I am. I'm looking forward to, because my feet, oh my gosh, they've been getting so tight and cramped and I've just been my anxiety and my overwhelm is peak. Um it it's just it's been a lot lately. So Yeah. I am I am very excited to be able to have a week with zero as in no, not the brand. Although I hear those are great for barefooters. But anyway, <laughs> zero shoes. Oh. I was saying I'm looking forward to a week of zero, and I'm like, as in none um, shoes. So that'll be that'll be nice. I've I've been working on my feet stretches and toe stretches and ankles. I mean, god awful cramps in my feet and my and my ankles and my calves like Charlie horses all day long. So I'm looking forward to being able to get all that stretched out and worked out and being. That's why I've been sitting here stretching my legs this whole time, just like kind of trying to get these Charlie horses out because they're so cramped. Yeah. And it started, it has started from my feet. Like it all started, you know, and I know it's from the shoes. I know it is, but I don't, you know, all I can do right now is stretch and hope I find something better to wear when we go back to, when I have to go back to work. I'm impressed. I've got to share pictures of this with my toes. I'm impressed how far I can stretch them now. But I've been practicing and stretching and working them and massaging them and all that fun stuff. So, you know. In, in general, you know, you got to wear shoes for work or you've mm-hmm. been having to wear shoes more this time of year mm-hmm. with the weather or whatever, you know. Definitely recommend taking time to massage and mm-hmm. stretch your feet. Like, that's something, you know, I do all the time, but I've been, you know, realizing how important it is. Um, and I have been having to wear um, shoes uh, more for me personally with this time of year, and especially when I've gone out in nature, but I definitely needed it for my uh, mental well-being. And right. Earth. Um but, you know, I've still been able to find those times and I'm like, I'm popping these off. It's warm enough time in the day. Like, I'm going to pop mm-hmm. them off for a little while. Maybe not in the early morning or later in the day, especially around the sunset and or later, especially if you're, you know, out. Um, and if you're out, you know, in the out in the woods, you know, it can be a lot colder yeah. and cooler, especially the lower in altitudes. You have to be very mindful of those things, but also 
be mindful and take that time to stretch your feet and um, massage them. You know, in general, even just the cold weather this time of year, you know, can cause cramps with the muscles, you know. And that's why, you know, athletes warm up and stretch before they actually go on their run. It's because, you know, those yeah. cold muscles, you know, it just gets tighter. And then if you've got cold muscles and you're trying to go on a hike, whether or not you're wearing shoes or if you're going on a nature walk or whatever, even if you're even if you're barefoot, even if you're wearing shoes, you know, take that time to stretch your feet and mm-hmm. be really mindful and pay attention to that. Um, but also, you know, for those who are, you know, making, um, you know, new records and, Reaching, you know, new, you know, personal best. Yeah, new personal best. Is what I'm trying to say. Brain hard with what <laughs> right now. Brain hard at work. I don't know, man. Oh, anyway, so and then also, I'm hoping also too that the feed is okay because I guess Blog Talk Radio has been having issues today with their broadcast system. So hopefully it's at least recording the notifications. Every time I try to exit out, it just comes back up and says. We are currently experiencing an issue with our live broadcast system. Our engineers are working to fix the issue. So I hope that everything is streaming okay for everyone listening. Um, and hopefully, if not, you can uh, people log on and listen to it later. Yeah, I know we had issues during one of the ads before we introduced the show um, with it uh, timing out or whatever. Yeah, I don't weird. Know. So, but um, just take care of yourself, guys, is the main thing, you know, be mindful of taking care of your feet, whether or not you're wearing shoes, you know, in general, our feet are a very important foundation. Um, your feet are just as important as any other part of your body. Take care of them. Yeah. And remembering that, oh, and oh, I was going to say, anyway, uh, congrats to everyone, you know, make a new personal best, breaking, you know, old limitations and, um you know, it's awesome and that's great and um, keep doing it. But again, remember, listen to your body, you know, your body, you know, when someone tells you no and stop and slow down. Um, but, you know, even if other people think you're crazy, as long as you're listening to your body and doing what's great for you, then you're doing awesome, you know, and everyone's proud of you here at Barefoot is Legal yeah, for yeah. doing what's right for you. But also if you're a barefooter who's been having to put shoes on lately, you know, we're still proud of you um, for listening to your body and putting your limitations first. You know, there is no shame in respecting your body's limitations. Um, and I'm glad, though, Audrey, that you get to have this upcoming week of no shoes. Completely. Oh, right. Barefoot hedonism. <laughs> uh, you know me. I'm well heathen running around here. Yeah. Just barefooting apparently is the greatest heathen. Barefooting means you're a devil worshiper. Apparently, some people think. Oh gosh. Yeah. That was that was a comment on what some people think. I'm not saying that's true. Just for the record. Yeah. And and unfortunately, must not be the only part that gets recorded. Uh, no, but you know, remember, keep listen to your body. Do what's right for you. You know, people are going to think you're crazy one way or another, probably, honestly. Anybody that follows their true self, follows themselves and listens to themselves, it's going to be seen as a little bit crazy. But guess what? Yeah. I am totally crazy, but I'm a safe crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not out here telling people or abusing people. I'm a little bit, but I'm not a, I'm not a quote-unquote normal person by any means, and I don't want to be. And I, and I was going to talk about this last week, we weren't here about, you know, just how social norms, um, and, 
the alienation of the self and just getting caught up in these false. Finding out you weren't invited to a party because you don't wear shoes. That happened to you? Yeah. Literally. 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 Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. That was a work party. It wasn't, like, sponsored by work. It was by a couple of the teachers. I I saw pictures after the fact, and, like, everybody else from the center was there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like a little hurt because I didn't even know about it, let alone was invited, but didn't even know about it. Yeah. Found out it was because they were wondering if I would even wear shoes. Well, no. Because I'm a barefooter. I didn't get invited to the work function. I'm like, I want to hang out with y'all anyway then. Yeah. Like, the hell? Heck, whatever. Yeah, no. And it's honestly, if people, and I was even talking about this last week, if people are going to ostracize you or demonize you or not like you or exclude you or whatever because you're doing what is best for your body. You're also, I don't know, doing something that's not breaking any laws. You're not doing anything legally or morally wrong. You're doing something that's good for your well-being, regardless of whatever Mm -hmm. your reason for that is or reason. If someone is going to ostracize you or people are not going to include you, demonize you, make you out to be a weirdo, Hey, they don't belong in your life. They're uh, not good people for you to have around. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not breaking any laws. You're not breaking any health codes. I'm not you're asking doing, them to sniff, touch, or lick my feet. Literally. Right. I mean, you're not invading anyone's personal space or being weird. You're just existing as a person. Mm-hmm. And if people are not going to be accommodating for you in your life, you don't deserve to be around that. And, yeah, it sucks. Some people suck in general. I'm going to be real with you, and I'm coming from a lot of, you know, own personal experiences when I say that, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people can suck and, you know, people want to ostracize you, but you don't need that. And I've been, you know, doing a lot of processing on this and stuff like that, whether it be for my barefooting or whatever reason of my neurodivergency, you know, and my ADHD and my autism are key reasons why I need to barefoot and I function mm-hmm. and I think and I act better. But, you know, I've been in experiences like, you know, um, especially seeing people that are, you know, aver- you know, like, people in my life, you know, and, and facing, you know, kind of comments and backlash, but it's like, get over yourself, mm-hmm. you know, is how I feel about it. Well, with them. And also, you're living your life literally for yourself. You're the only one that can control what you do in your life. Sometimes you're... Even letting people make the decisions for you, mm-hmm. you're still controlling it by giving them control. Yeah. And the thing is, is sometimes, yeah, people aren't going to like you. People are discriminating against you and like and I'm not saying that that's okay some people suck some people are bad people but you cannot let it affect your identity and your well-being right and yes it can affect your safety and I'm not going to downplay that by any means play certain situations smart do what you got to do especially in more intensive environments um, or around more explosive people and if you run into something like that but at the same time like you can not allow these things to jeopardize your happiness, your well-being, and your health. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, you're not going to be accepted. Sometimes you're going to be ostracized. By an and entire group of people. Mm. Believe me, like, I hate saying that, but as an autistic person, I have been realizing how much. Oh, I've been left out. I've been left out of stuff my entire life. Yeah, but that one actually hurt a little yeah. bit. 
Yeah. I got to admit it. That one actually hurt a little bit because even my assistant teacher was there. All the other nursery staff was well, there. I think everybody. When you're an adult, you feel like you can I'm like, wow. Yeah. Have these things. So that's something where I can see both ends of like, wow. like processing things in my childhood and then also processing things in adulthood where you feel like, you know, thought you moved past this and it can be hard when you have those negative interactions in public and you realize it's not just your like I tell people I graduated high school for a reason yeah and so I thought hard when life shows you that it's not just your anxiety it's not just your past trauma Mm -hmm. you know these are real things but it doesn't mean you deserve it. it doesn't mean you should be in that environment or that you should be put through that you know it's possible a whole group of people can suck yeah um I mean, look at our history in general, ableism, racism, sexism, homophobia, every anti-person for existing thing. You know, Mm -hmm. groups of people can suck. Groups of people can ostracize you. And I think what's really hard about it is barefooting is a huge accommodation for a lot of different Mm -hmm. people, whether that be for a physical disability or a mental disability um, or any form of neurodivergency. And I think that's also what's so frustrating in your situation. Because you're not being defiant. Defiant. The most frustrating part is when you think you've made headway and progress with a group of people. And and it turns out it's only you get along well enough to work together. Which I know that's generally what coworkers are, but when you're a group of teachers in a small center, it seems like more than that. And they were more of a school family. And when you find out that they literally don't want you around so bad they're not even going to tell you about something because you might, (laughs) obviously, definitely will. Show up barefoot. And that's something that is an accommodation for you, that is necessary for your physical issues, for your ADHD. They don't even get to know me as a person. Don't even get to know me as a person. They just judge me literally based on my feet. So, folks, you will get some of that. It's just up to you to decide what's most important to you in your life, honestly. Because your well-being should be the most important thing to you. And this isn't to shame anyone that's struggling with that, but if anything, to validate you that you're allowed to choose yourself. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to do what's best for you. You do not have to do what's best for everyone else. And I understand with the holidays coming up, there's going to be a lot of stress and pressure to conform and act a certain way. Um, but remember that you deserve to be loved and accepted and accommodated for the way that you are. Mm-hmm. You deserve to belong. We all want to belong somewhere. It's not about fitting in and conforming. And that's, let's be honest, that's why people conform, because these people are so afraid of not belonging. They're more afraid than you are, because you're doing what they never could, even whether or not they want to barefoot or not. The fact that you are straying that much from social norm and following what you need to do, you are already braver than them. Right. And and, I, and even if it's not about, you know, whether or not they would wish they could barefoot, other people have their own fears and limitations that they project on other people, and they feel threatened when they see people doing things that make them happy and um, diverging from the social norms, even if there's nothing wrong with it, because it's something that makes them feel better and not caring about what people think, right? Because even when we care about what people think, people think we often don't care what they think, especially if you're a bold, outgoing, brave person or something they yeah. the social norms, whether you really want to or not. You know, I always see people think that I'm so much braver or fearless than I really am, and especially with my ADHD and autism, and it's like, uh, no, like, honestly, it's never possible. I'm like, I'm a person full of fears, but that's how I run. That's how I function. That's how I operate. Like, I, but you're not going to catch me weak. 
you know. <laughs> and, but I also think I've recognized there's so much power in vulnerability and there's right. so much healing in that. And so, you know, you're going to scare people. I mean, they may not want to bear for themselves. They may have their own and problems. That's fine with me. They can still be threatened by your ability to just appear I'm just brave. freaking amazing. You know, and I, they know they can be the <laughs> Girl, get out. Okay, no. Bye. <laughs> no, um, my brain only processed half that anyway, but I was like, I've heard the sass. Get out. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. But we are coming up. Um, end, end of, of the, the show. show. <laughs> um, but remember, guys, you deserve to be loved and accepted and respected and accommodated for for your bare footing. Mm-hmm. Be kind and help when you can. Don't be a jerk, man. Yeah. I wish everybody would follow that policy. It's a whole lot easier. For sure. But remember, you're not doing anything morally or legally wrong. So keep living your best barefoot lifestyle. Keep doing what is best for you. There are no laws or health codes against barefoot in the United States. There never have been. There are no laws against driving barefoot. So don't listen to the haters. Um, you can check out barefootislegal.org for more information, especially if you want to print out any information for um proof to carry around with you if you've been experiencing issues of discrimination or if you have anxiety or issues of confidence, definitely recommend checking that out. If you're looking for more community um, support, be able to interact with other barefooters, definitely recommend checking out Barefoot is Legal on Facebook, the private group, but also please uh, support the public group. Um, And um, you can find us on other social medias and we'll be back next week. So Take care, guys. Um, Keep living your best barefoot lifestyle. Um, Keep being the awesome creatures you are. Exactly. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.